Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we interview intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Today's podcast includes a throwback interview with one of our early guests. The Unpacking It radio show began in August 2012, and over the years, we've had the privilege of talking with players, coaches, entertainers, authors, and broadcasters, and throughout that time. Technology has improved, sound quality has as well, and and even though some of those early interviews are, are funny for me to listen to, I think they're some of our, our best guests, and, and, and they're still some of my, my favorite stories that we've heard on this show, and so that's why we want to continue to make these available to you and, and wanted to share today's interview with you. So I hope you'll enjoy today's podcast and and check out all of our current and past interviews from over the years. Also, be sure to sign up for the Unpack This email devotional blog on unpackingit.com. But let's jump right in. I hope you enjoy today's guest. He was a star at Michigan State before being drafted in 2012 by the Washington Redskins. He has a new book out called Game Changer, Faith, Football, and Finding Your Way. Kirk, how are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. All right. We appreciate it. And right now, kind of in between uh, getting ready for, for training camp in a couple of weeks. So how has the offseason been for you? And uh, what do you kind of like to do away from the field? Oh, it's been going really well. I love to get home whenever I can. So for our time off right now this summer, uh, before we head back for training camp, I'm back in West Michigan and um, enjoying time with family and friends. Oh, that's excellent. So how does that work as far as being in Washington and then being home in Michigan? Do you, you spend the, the season, obviously, in Washington? What's that been like, that, that kind of transition from uh, Michigan to Washington? You know, it's one of the tough things about the job, um, just the fact that you never really have a permanent home. I mean, with an off season being so long, you end up staying uh, quite a bit back where home is, back in Michigan, but then obviously for the season you have to be in Washington and uh, end up doing a lot of traveling for different events. So I feel like I'm living out of a suitcase more often than not. But uh, that's part of the job, and um, I'm hoping that I can make Washington home here in the near future. Oh, very cool. Well, last year, obviously, you were heading into your rookie season. So how has your mindset changed from last summer to then this year uh, going into your second season? Well, last year I was coming in just trying to get a feel for everything, didn't know what to expect, didn't quite know how how things were run and now I have a much better understanding. I, I, um, now understand, you know, from an offensive perspective, what I need to be doing also from, um, off the field, I I have a better feel for everything. So just the experience factor going into my year, uh, year two is going to help me quite a bit. And, um, that's why I'm so excited for, for year two. Hopefully can take another step forward from year one. That's right. Well, how did becoming an NFL quarterback live up to your expectations or maybe even fail certain expectations? Well, I think um, being a part of the Redskins is a dream come true, and playing for such a great team with such a great fan base has been uh, outstanding. I've really enjoyed uh, the year I've spent with them. I feel like I have a great coaching staff and great teammates, and um, felt like my rookie year went about as well as it could. So I'm excited for year two, and um, you know I think that uh, you know to sum it up easily, I'm, I'm feel like I'm living a dream. <laughs> wow, that's that's amazing. Well, what what areas of your life, and and most importantly, your faith? did you grow in during that first season in the NFL? Well, because of the nature of being a rookie, it's your first time out there. You're in a new part of the country. You're all by yourself. You're, uh, you have a job where you could easily be cut or traded at any time. So it's not the most stable career. And as a result, you end up 
looking outside of yourself for help. And I found myself looking up quite a bit and, you know, uh, on my knees praying, just asking God for guidance and direction and felt like, um, you know, the Holy Spirit was, was faithful to me all last season, guiding me through what was a very tough uh, transition from college to the pros. What, what do you think was the toughest part? What was the toughest transition? Well, I think just the whole concept of moving, you know, uh, you're starting over a whole new life. I mean, mm. you, you don't have a single person when you show up in Washington, D.C., who you have a prior relationship with. So everything from relationships with teammates to relationships with coaches to finding a church to finding a Bible study, I mean, everything. You're starting over. you got to find a place to live, and um, that's a big step, especially when you're doing it by yourself. So um, I really needed the Lord to provide things like a great church and to provide great friendships and great teammates and great coaches, and he certainly did that. Yeah, did he? So what What did that look like, finding a church and, and finding a Bible study? Well, you know, when I arrived at the Redskins facility, most of my relationships start right there. So I was able to meet some other teammates who are uh, strong believers and uh, ask them what church they attend. And they pointed me in the direction of a couple of great churches that I was able to check out and um, found one that I really liked with a great teaching pastor. And, um, you know, it all started, though, with the Redskins and just being around the right people at that building and getting me in touch with uh, with, with the uh, churches and the, and the uh, right environment that I wanted to be a part of. That's great to hear. Joining us right now is Washington Redskins quarterback Kirk Cousins. His new book is called Game Changer. Why did you decide to write this book now? Because some may say you've only played one year in the NFL. What do you tell those people? Well, the book isn't about my my uh, successes. It's not about my achievements. It's not about um, me. It's not, it's not an autobiography. And so uh, I would be the, I would look right back at him and I say, "You're absolutely right. You know, I am only 24, and I." I haven't accomplished all that much, and uh, I hope to someday accomplish enough to write an autobiography, but that's not what this book is. This book is a uh, it's a sharing of the principles and the uh, life truths that have gotten me to where I am and that I've been able to hold on to in good times and bad. And um, it's a message that I wanted to write to middle school, high school, and college students to say, um, if you follow what's in this book and if you follow the Bible closely, uh, you'll get to my age or older and be very glad you did. And so... Um, I do share some personal experiences to be able to illustrate some of my points, but um, this book is all about helping young people find their way. And it stemmed from a speech I gave back in July 2011 at the Big Ten Media Days where I talked about privilege and entitlement and responsibility. And from that speech and the response to that speech garnered, I was able to get the opportunity to write this book. Wow. Well, so uh, there's, there's so many great chapters in this book that are encouraging. I've already looked through it. And you, you spend one chapter, especially this kind of timing with everything going on with Aaron Hernandez, talking about role models. And, and you talk about the role models that you had in your life. So how important is it to you not only to have role models, but also to be one yourself, especially as an NFL player? Well, there's no doubt. As an NFL player, you're on a platform, like it or not. Uh, you know, whether you want to a platform for the good or for the bad is your choice, but uh, whatever you do is going to be on display. And so, uh, as we saw in the news, when athletes um, get in legal trouble, it becomes front page news, and and people find out about it because those athletes are on platforms. And the same is true if you want to do something for the good, if you want to write a book, if you want to give a talk, if you want to go have an impact on young people in a positive way, you're going to get that opportunity because of the platform you have as a professional athlete. So, I want to take advantage of the opportunity on that platform to to write this book. That's why I jumped at the opportunity because I felt like it was too good too good to pass up a chance to have a positive impact on a lot of young people. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you did. And, and even for you, now that you're, you're in the NFL, have, have you found it easy or, or whatever to, to find role models yourself in the NFL, guys that you can kind of look up to that, that have been there or done that? You know, at this point, um, I have learned the importance of finding role models and finding guys to learn from and, and, and asking guys questions. And so certainly when I arrived in Washington, I wanted to seek out the teammates who I could tell were uh, mature in their faith walk and uh, were great fathers and great husbands and 
um, great leaders on the team. And uh, like I said, God provided teammates like that that I could learn from that I'd make sure I ask a lot of questions of. And, and whether it's a, a simple football question or a family question or a, uh, a housing question, whatever it may be, I want to gain information from the, from the wisest people I can find. And um, so I'm always seeking out role models, seeking out examples. And, you know, God's really blessed me with great parents who can be that right away for me for all these years and also an older brother. But uh, now that I'm on my own in D.C., i got to find him on myself. And uh, uh, I believe I have a lot of them right there in the Redskins locker room. Well, along with that, you, you also wrote a chapter uh, with the title, Friends Are a Big Deal. Why did you feel led to, to include a chapter about friends? Well, I believe that uh, so many of the times when uh, young people start to drift away from where they should be, it's usually because people around them drag them into things. And then also on, on the flip side, you know, I look at myself and some of the success I've been able to have, I think a large part of it is simply because of the people I hung around with and whether by choice or by chance, I was able to hang around some really good people who steered me in the right direction. So I really believe that, uh, um, you know, who you choose to hang with, especially in the middle school, high school years, are going to really impact the direction that your life takes. And so I want people to be very conscious of the friends they surround themselves with and, and uh, where they choose to spend their time and who they choose to spend that time with because ultimately, you know, the Bible makes it very clear that um, bad company corrupts good morals and that uh, and your friends are going to, going to affect the way you think and the way you act. No question, and we've seen that, obviously, with, with even people that go into professional sports and they carry in some of those bad influences that they had growing up. Now, for you, surrounding yourself with, with good friendships – I'm, st- I'm curious how have those friendships even changed, though, now that you're in the NFL, and I'm sure that n- not all your friends are in the NFL with you. So h- how do you balance that of, man, I'm a pro- professional athlete, but I'm still the Kirk Cousins that you grew up with and, and are still friends with? Well, my closest friends are my high school friends. and um, The best part about that is that they knew me long before my football career took off, and we've been able to um, continue our relationship as I've uh, spread my wings and moved away from my hometown. But... Um, those guys have been a great example to me, and I think because our relationship was built on the right kind of things and, and uh, they were guys of high character, I think it's been able to allow our relationship to withstand the test of time. And, um, I expect those relationships to stay strong over, over the many years that follow. But um, when life goes on, you know, you, because I'm out in D.C., i got to find new friends, and uh, certainly i got to be intentional about pursuing the right kind of people, whether that be teammates or uh, people at church. But I need to be discerning as to, as to who I choose to surround myself with and mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, that takes time, that takes prayer, it takes a consideration and understanding of what Scripture talks about, what you're looking for. But, um, you know, there's no doubt that uh, I want to maintain old friendships and, uh, and also cultivate new ones. Absolutely. Joining us right now on Unpacking It is Washington Redskins quarterback Kirk Cousins. His new book is called Game Changer. And I, I read that you're, growing up your dad was, was a pastor and I, I guess still is. And then I also saw that, that you did a sermon on Father's Day. So to kind of tell me that dynamic of, of growing up with a, a dad that's a pastor and then now even getting a chance to, to do some speaking and preaching yourself. Well, you know, at, at times it was a little strange having your dad be a pastor and you get labeled with the term PK, pastor's kid. But that's right. uh, I think it's proved to be a great blessing. You know, my dad uh, created a, a family environment where, uh, you know, God became the foundation of our lives. and the foundation of our family and over time um we began to see the blessing that that created and um you know because my dad is a minister he has a lot of opportunities in leadership and a lot of opportunities in public speaking and so he's been able to help coach me whether on or off the football field when it comes to leadership when it comes to helping lead teammates when it comes to uh, using that platform for the good as i talked about earlier whether it's speaking or writing he's been a great coach in uh in helping me navigate all these challenges that i face on and off the field and so god really uh, has blessed me with um, writing my own home 
the kind of person that I need to help me walk um, this unique path that God's given me. What, what was your sermon about? Well, you know, with, uh, with Father's Day, kind of the last uh, three years, my dad and I have been able to basically tag team a talk. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, I like to share a lot of the principles, much like that are in the book, of what my dad raised me on and, uh, and how they had an impact on me, good or bad. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, times when I, when I didn't obey him and times when I did and, and what the result was. And so, um, then he always is able to, to come up after me and wrap things up and talk about what it means to be a father. And so, you know, I give a perspective of what it means to be a son. And, uh, and then he talks about what it means to be a father and, uh, it's gone well the last three years, so uh, hopefully we can get another opportunity down the road on another Father's Day. That's that's very very special. Wow, that's uh, that's got to be quite the experience. Well, as far as the the book goes, did you enjoy the the process of putting a book together? You know what, it was a challenging process, but uh, I knew it would be worth it. I felt like uh, first and foremost uh, the opportunity to to put pen to paper and write down a lot of the things that, that my dad has passed on to me and that I've been able to gather from Scripture over the years that have made a big difference on my life and my walk with God and also um, with my football career, uh, the chance to do that and give it to as many uh, younger people as possible, I thought was going to have a, uh, an outstanding impact on them and be something that could have an eternal impact. So that, first and foremost, is why I wanted to write. And then secondly, I think writing down those principles, putting them into words and, and thinking through um, the meaning of each one and how they've impacted my life, I think was a great reinforcement for me spiritually to remember how God has been very faithful and also how important not only these principles were for me, but how important they are for me going forward and that um, I, need to, I need to hold on to these truths um, just as I'm encouraging younger people to hold on to them. I need to do the same going forward. Well, before I let you go, there, there was one main point in the, in the book when, when you wrote about garbage in, garbage out, and talking about Christian music, because personally I've always been a huge fan of, of Christian music and support it and everything else. So tell me kind of who, who you've been listening to recently and, and your, your interest and passion for, for Christian music. Oh, man, I, I love all the Christian music that's out there. I mean, I'm a big fan of, uh, of uh, you know, David Crowder Band, a uh, big fan of uh, Matt Redman. Um, you know, I know... You hear Toby Mac all the time, and uh, I love the rap with Lecrae. And so there's all kinds of guys that I listen to, um, just about everything that comes on I'm a fan of. And uh, I think a lot of times, you know, the Christian Christian radio stations only play the mainstream stuff, but there's a lot of other stuff out there that's really good that you don't hear in the radios as much. So uh, there's plenty of good music to pick from. I think it really has positive things. And so, like I wrote in the book, I like to fill my mind with, uh, you know, what's good and what's right and what's from above. And as a result, I think it helps um, – helps the way I conduct myself and, and the fruit of my life is when I put good things in, I think a lot of good things come out, but the flip side is true when I start to fill my mind with the media, whether it's music or movies or whatever it may be, that maybe isn't the best stuff and isn't focused on things above and isn't the best or the maybe the most uh, holy thing to put in your mind, I think uh, what starts to come out of my life starts to be things that, that are a lot of junk and things that I don't really want, so um, it's important to surround yourself in media just like with the right friends, with the right kind of influences in the media. That's right. Well, well, do you have a, a game day playlist or a, a go-to song before games? You know, I jump around. Um, you know, Switchfoot is a favorite of mine. Um, nice. Which is, is a little bit of a crossover between mainstream and, and Christian music, but I know the, the guys in the band are believers, and um, that's got obviously more of a, a rock sound that I think is good before games. But um, I also love to listen to just praise and worship stuff. I like the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir, and, uh, uh, you know, I jump around all kinds of stuff. So, um Bottom line is, before a game, I'm not going to be listening to a lot of secular music. I tend to listen to things that are going to be, you know, calming my mind and and bringing me closer to the Lord before uh, you know I have a major thing like a game going on. Man, what a concept! I love it. 
Well, that that's fantastic. Well, well Kirk, uh, congrats on the new book. Wish you the best, and, and people can check it out, Game Changer, Faith, Football, and Finding Your Way uh, by Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Kirk, thank you so much for, for joining me today, and, and hope you have an awesome season uh, coming up with the Redskins. Okay, bud. Thanks for having me on. I hope you enjoyed this classic interview here on the Unpacking It podcast and encourage you to check out some of our recent interviews as well as all the classic interviews that we have available to you on unpackingit.com or in iTunes. Just search Unpacking It and wherever you uh, listen to the podcast, I hope you'll be willing to leave uh, a comment and and a review and, and offer some feedback. That especially helps in iTunes. And if you ever want to uh, offer up some some thoughts. Uh, you can email me personally, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Also, be sure to check out our weekday email devotional blog. You can sign up for free on unpackingit.com. And if you feel led to support Unpacking It Ministries financially, we would greatly appreciate your monthly support. Even as little as $5 a month would just be a a huge blessing to our ministry so that we can continue to encourage, challenge, and inspire sports fans to follow Jesus and become more like him. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening today. And we'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It Podcast.